Welcome to the Not So Average Yogi Podcast, where we talk about all the things yoga, health, and wellness for women 35 and up who are not your average yogi. In this podcast, I'm going to show you how to use yoga and other wellness tools to wake up every day feeling really, really good so that you can go out to this world and shine like the bad bitch that you are. This is a safe space where you can expect to feel seen, heard, understood, and connected. I'm your host, Ashley Robinson, and welcome to the show. So you're a not-so-average yogi, right? That's you listening to this podcast. You're maybe someone who is on the curvier side. Maybe you're not so flexible. Maybe you are short or tall or whatever, but whatever it is, you're not average. You're not one of these skinny girls that do handstands and drink dust. (laughs) Okay. No, and absolutely for the record, no shade to those girls who are smaller and skinnier and petite and super flexible and crush their handstands and do drink dust. I think you're pretty amazing just for the record. It's just that not us that's not me and if you are a not so average yogi who maybe has a million excuses as to why you haven't started your yoga journey yet even though you're definitely interested you're definitely down for it there's a good chance that yoga in the past has felt intimidating to you or you tried it and it was just uncomfortable or hard Maybe you had to force yourself into poses that just were not working for you. I'm going to give you an example. Like the other night I was teaching a class and I think my class must have included like a warrior three or a half one, which is pretty common for me. And both of those poses are balancing on one leg poses. Now, someone towards the back row who was newer to yoga when I cued that pose, um, they were falling all over the place. I noticed it and they were very unstable and super wobbly. And what I realized right away is that she did not have yoga blocks. So I just quietly grabbed my blocks from off my mat and walked over. I kept teaching. I just handed her a couple of blocks and showed her how to place her hand on the block and boom just like that she was able to find a little bit more stability and balance and hold that pose a little bit better so here's one of the most common mistakes that i see new yogis make and it's not grabbing your props your yoga props you have to have the props (laughs) and when i say props i'm talking about yoga blocks yoga straps and those are the main ones that I want to talk about today. Of course, your yoga mat, but straps and blocks are two of the most common yoga props that can help you customize your yoga practice. You know how you go shopping. Let's say you're getting married and you find the most perfect, beautiful wedding dress. What's the very first thing that they do once you get that dress on your body? They alter it. They customize it to your body. Nothing fits better than an outfit, a dress, a jacket, pants, whatever that you've had tailored because it's tailored to your body's specific and exact 
measurements that's customized for you. You can do that with your yoga practice. So if you're struggling, let's say, to touch your toes, it's fine. No worries. Let's customize the practice to you. Grab your strap and use your strap to put it around your feet. And now all of a sudden you're touching your toes. Who said touching your toes needs to be with your, that you have to touch hands to toes? You don't have to. You can touch your straps to your toes and get the same benefits. So in this episode today, I'm going to teach you a couple of ways that you can customize your yoga practice to your body. Now, I prefer the word customize over or customizations over modifications just because the word modify, I mean, and sometimes I do use this term when I teach Sometimes my brain just can't think that that fast when I'm teaching. I mean, there's a lot going on in the room. But so you may hear me say, okay, you know, you can take a modified version of a side plank or whatever. But I do prefer customized because modify has somewhat of a slightly more negative connotation as where I feel like customize is, it, it's like I said, it's like a tailoring. It's like, it's it's very specific to you. It makes me feel more special to think that I got my outfit customized specifically for me. Like there's nothing more fresh than a pair of custom shoes, right? No one's saying, oh, you got your shoes modified. No, they're customs, okay? So we're going to customize our practice for our bodies. So and the two things that you need to do that are straps and props. I cannot understand why anybody would approach their yoga practice without at least a set of blocks. Now, straps, it just depends on what poses that you're going to be doing. But honestly, like, sis, what are you doing getting on your mat without your blocks? If you are ready to show up unapologetically as yourself, you're ready for a consistent at-home yoga practice, you're ready to become that girl. You know, one of those wellness girlies that you see on Instagram, but you want to be her in real life. I want you to head over to tubiyoga.net and join the sister circle. That's tubiyoga.net and let's get started today. All right, y'all, back to the show. I'm a seasoned yoga practitioner. I'm a yoga instructor and I don't ever get on my yoga mat without my blocks. I just don't do it because I never know how my body's going to feel from one day to the next. I never know how my right side will feel compared to my left side. And there are certain poses that just feel more supportive with the blocks. So grab your blocks, yo. Like, and I know that it's a beginner rookie mistake. And then one more quick story. I remember being in a yoga class where, um, there were several yoga teachers that were taking this particular class. And um, the person who was teaching the class pointed out at a certain point in time that every single person in the room that she observed and noticed using blocks was one particular pose included a balance and a twist and a turn, that kind of thing. And it was pretty difficult um, definitely would not approach that without a block. It was much more accessible to my body with blocks as opposed to without. And she noted, points out to everyone in the room, that everyone in the room that was using a block was a yoga instructor. So using blocks doesn't make you, or using yoga props 
customizing your practice does not make you a beginner. It doesn't make you less than a yogi. It's not something to be ashamed of. I would never approach my practice without my props because you just never know when you might need that support. So the very first prop that you need to help you customize your practice are blocks. The way that blocks can help, let's say you are standing and your yoga instructor says to do a forward fold. That's where you're going to basically bend down and touch your toes, right? Let's just say you've got shorter arms and longer legs, or you've got very tight hamstrings. And so as you reach down and you notice person sister stretchy beside you has her palms flat on the floor and you're like damn you're looking like my hands are over here by my knees no 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 worries <laughs> grab your blocks they'll place your blocks right there in front of your feet and you have three different heights for your blocks and so you can the blocks can be the tallest they can be medium or they can be a little bit flatter or you can try it without blocks. Pyramid pose is another example of a time that I always use my blocks, at least to start. Now, the more you practice yoga, the less you'll find that you may need blocks in certain poses. But girl, don't you dare. I don't, don't let me see you. Don't let me catch you on that mat the next time without your blocks. Okay. Okay, good talk. The second prop that you need to have with you is your yoga strap. Yoga straps are a great way to like add length to your arms. They're great. I love to use my yoga straps to stretch my hamstrings. So let's say that you're on your back, lying down, you'll extend one leg, put that strap around your foot, and you're holding the strap in your hand. And you're pulling the strap towards your body and you get that nice deep stretch in the back of your leg. That's a great way to support your practice when your body feels really, really tight. Okay, so straps and blocks are the two most important tools that you can have that you can add to your practice. Are there other yoga props? Yes, there's the yoga wheel, not a necessary tool, a very fun tool. I have a yoga wheel and I enjoy playing with it sometimes, but it's not something that everyone needs to have. My other favorite yoga prop or yoga tool is my um, inversion table. So I'm a yoga instructor who cannot do handstands. Being upside down terrifies me y'all I'm basically you can just say that I'm go ahead and say I'm six feet tall okay I'm not quite but everyone wants to round it up I'm almost six feet tall do you know how far down the floor is from up here okay I don't like being upside down <laughs> I'm afraid of falling I'm afraid of heights it's it's a long way down if you're like five two you don't have that far to go <laughs> for me it's far bruh it's a long way I'm scared but using my in my handstand table my inversion table makes it so much more accessible I'm able to practice being upside down I can get the same benefit of being of doing a handstand and I can support myself with that prop and not experience that same fear of falling one day eventually 
maybe if I desire to, I can do a handstand without the um, handstand table. But right now, I'm going to stick to my table. <laughs> I'm going to keep on using it. And I'm a, we're just going to go from there. Okay. <laughs> All right. The next way that you can customize your practice is by not listening to your yoga teacher. Now what? Yeah. Don't listen to her. If your yoga instructor says to do um, some pose, let's just say, um, I don't know, tabletop, but you have bad knees. So tabletop is when you're down on your mat on all fours, hands and knees. Some people feel, uh, experience pain in tabletop to their knees. Well, to customize your practice, you're going to grab a, a blanket or a towel and place it under your knees. Or perhaps even that is just not going to work for you. Then don't be on your knees. Don't listen to your teacher. Uh, talk to your teacher before or after class and ask he or she for ways for, for other options, other variations of poses that feel more supportive to you. I've seen people take my class who don't, for some reason, do downward facing dog. Every time they do tabletop instead of down dog. I think that's beautiful. I think it's amazing. I think it's wonderful. That is them customizing their yoga practice for themselves. They're not listening to me. You can, let's just say we're in a flow, we're doing a set of poses where we go one pose, the next, the next, the next. And we, some, I like to do my, my class in rounds of four. Sometimes there are people who will choose to only do two or three rounds and they'll sit the last round out. They'll do child's pose or come on step back and do Shavasana. They are customizing the yoga practice to themselves. And I think that's amazing. I will oftentimes compliment them because perfect because great because just because I said to go from downward dog to a low lunge to a twist to a this to a that doesn't mean you have to because maybe today your body is not happy it customize your yoga practice for you for your needs for your body for yourself it's your practice not mine I love it when someone doesn't listen to me I love to see one someone skip their chaturangas and go straight into downward facing dog instead of doing chaturangas equally i love to see people add an extra chaturanga push-ups and because uh, i'm like dang she's strong maybe you do a forward fold and you kick up into a handstand because that's just what your vibe is that day i think that's great i will often cue it and say hey if you have an inversion practice go ahead and practice it here now I think it's awesome. I love to see people practicing their crow pose in the middle of uh, when I cue it or, or, or even when I don't. Listen, you don't have to listen to your yoga teacher. Sometimes yoga instructors don't, we're not gurus. We don't know everything. I have no idea unless you tell me what's going on with your particular body. So one of the other ways is just talk to your yoga instructor before or after class and and let them know like, hey, you know, I'm injured. Hey, I'm pregnant. Hey, I'm recovering from surgery. 
or yeah, um, I got bad knees or my ankles hurt today or whatever, whatever. Right. So that way your yoga instructor can help you and, and show you ways to very modify, customize your yoga practice for you. She may offer you a block. He may show you how to use your strap. They might show you a different option for this pose and do that pose instead. But don't you ever think that you're less than because you're customizing your practice. That's bougie to me, right? I love to see it. We love to see you taking care of yourself. We love to see you out here thriving in your practice. We love to see it. It's giving, I know what I'm doing. It's giving an advanced yogi. It's giving, I listen to myself. I take care of myself. It's giving bad bitch. Okay, so grab your straps, grab your blocks, don't listen to your teacher all the time, and make sure that you tailor and you customize that yoga practice and make it exactly what it is that you need. I'll catch you next time. Namaste. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to the Sister Circle. If you are wanting to start a consistent at-home yoga practice and start implementing the wellness strategies that you learned in the podcast, for real this time, let's become yoga and wellness besties together. And follow the show so that you can get notified whenever I drop a new episode. You can follow me over on Instagram at Ashley Robinson Yoga. And you can hit me up in my Facebook group, Ashley's Yoga Besties. Hope to see you there. Bye, y'all.